Talking to people about dark matter and neutrinos can be funny. Surely you're joking. Hopefully, yes. What a wonderful universe. Welcome to Surely You're Joking. I'm your host, Kevin Peter Hickerson. Right now we got Jimmy O. Yang in the house. Hey, Jimmy. Yes, sir. And today our guest is a great stand-up comic. Uh, he's been doing comedy for 15 years, which is way longer than me. Uh, I think that's even more than Jimmy since how yeah, old you are, right? You're like 14? What are you? Oh, when I came to America? No, how old are you? Hold up. I'm 14. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah, that's my well, attempt to... Look, I haven't done comedy that long. Anyway, big, uh, you also have two... <laughs> <laughs> he has two great podcasts. He's going to tell us about that. Danny LaBelle. How are you doing, Danny? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being Danny's already show. judging you for I how know. not funny you are, Kevin. <laughs> uh, that's, that couldn't be more untrue. <laughs> All right. So, uh, can you tell me a little bit about the more about the podcast? I like the philosopher. Well, I do. I do two podcasts. One of them is called Modern Day Philosophers, uh-huh. and that uh, on that show I discuss a different philosopher with a comedian every every episode, uh-huh. and we pair the comedian with a philosopher who has something in common with the comedian. But so not a could, living philosopher, a dead philosopher, right? There, well, some of them are living, some of them are dead. Uh-huh. It's, it's not like one or the other, but. Yeah, most of them are dead. Most of the philosophers are dead. Oh, oh no, right. Benjamin just came back in. Hey, on this very important phone hey. call. <laughs> Business uh, phone call. Yeah, that was Ancestry.com. It turns out I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like they do phone calls to tell people that. It's like, yeah. it's like an HIV test. They're yeah, like, no, they're are you sitting down? The news. Are you sitting news to me. <laughs> So according to my ancestry, I am a full-blown gay guy. <laughs> Does that skip gonna, a generation? You're going to have to make or? some big changes now. No, surprisingly yeah. few. Very few. <laughs> yeah, as an L.A. comedian, it's weird. Not yeah. a lot changes for me now. Well, you, you do dress sharp and you play the piano. Yeah, it's not too exactly. much. There's not a lot of work. See, o- Owen's smart. He dresses like... People should pay him money to do stand up. Mo- mo- uh, most stand up yeah, comics would just kind of show up in shorts and, or whatever and some like yeah, t shirts. Jimmy's wearing a Beavis and Butthead t shirt, which, given who he works for, maybe that's not so bad. But Jimmy is on a hit television show right now. Kevin, <laughs> well, Kevin you know, yeah. I'm on a different level. I don't have nothing to prove. And like that's Owen, that's a good you know point. I mean? That's a good yeah. point. No, but yeah. I'm saying Owen is smart. Or like Steve Byrne, like you guys look like you deserve, say, whatever your corporate rate is, you know, right. on every show. Actually, it is the same with scientists. Scientists who have nothing to prove like that. They dress like shit. Like at Cambridge, everyone's all in their like little suits and everything. Except I went to the physics department, one of the best physics departments on earth, and they're just all shorts and t-shirts, which in in like in England is crazy. Mm. It just it's looks almost so a weird. dick move. Yeah, it's kind it's of a almost fuck you like society. Uh, yeah, but when and when they're all doing it. It's almost like that's the new uniform for you guys. It's like if you're on the elite crew and everyone's only wearing shorts and t-shirts, it's like, well, now you've all just decided that that's your outfit. So yeah, I dressed for up for the podcast. Yeah, that's great. I got yeah. bourbon faced. What did that say? <laughs> I got bourbon faced on shit street. It, t- it, nice. takes, it takes balls to dress up. You don't think I want to wear a hoodie like these fucking assholes and go on stage and like pretend I'm reading notes even though I could tell him his set? <laughs> you don't think I want to hide behind mediocrity? Oh no, I wear a suit and I try hard because it's fucking difficult. What I 
do. He Kevin. even brings a piano. To That's every what show. I thought was so funny That's about Swartzen saying his piano is a crutch because to me it was like the whole time I I when I see him, I'm like God I wish I had a like some kind of thing like a piano. Or well something. now back in the day if I had started with a piano I would not have developed as a comedian because it oh, would have okay. been a crutch because mm. he would actually when you toured with them he made you not do it right. Yeah, it was implied. He wasn't a dick about it, but it was kind of like, yeah, can you not do the backflip with the fireball right before I go on stage? <laughs> not like he couldn't follow it, but it was just like a different show. It's just right. like, I'm I'm a feature and I'm going to bring a fucking keyboard. Like, that's just <laughs> such a dick move. Yeah. They want mm-hmm. you to just kind of coast through and then they come in and kill it. The yeah. phrase of today's podcast is dick move, everybody. Dick move? Yeah, you said that. Times. Who did? Well, that's because I'm surrounded by this a guy? bunch of dick moves. <laughs> dick moves. <laughs> so, uh, you know, physics and philosophy, unfortunately, from my point of view, get shoved together all the time. Some physicists think that's great. Like uh, one of our guests earlier, Sean Carroll, he's really into philosophy. So he, he studies a lot of philosophy, he talks a lot of philosophy. But I'm an experimentalist, not like a cosmologist. So I get asked all these philosophical questions all the time. And it just drives me crazy because it's like that doesn't even matter for what I do. I'm outraged about it. Thank you. <laughs> just throwing it in there. And by the way, of course, I could, you know, come and talk about it. Um, so how does it work with your podcast? You say your team comedians have similar, is it similar outlooks or they just look similar than this, you know, philosopher? I was a grip of the skeptic when I did his podcast. Yeah, Owen was on, and, and I don't remember what the connection was. It had something to do with being skeptical, probably. Yeah. Uh, but um, we, we usually find, I don't, maybe it wasn't actually to do with being skeptical, was it? There was maybe it had to do with the else. fact I have a good grip. <laughs> <laughs> You shake my hand, you're like, oh, I'm skeptical that that grip isn't the best I've ever had. Right. Not surprised. Uh, I'd have to go back and figure it out. But, you know, it could be uh, anything. But We did Lewis Black uh, with William James because uh, Lewis Black believes in psychics, and he had some writings about that. And uh, well, I'm trying to think. Uh, Adam Lustig, we did uh, Aristotle because they're both bald, you know? So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Would Jimmy be Confucius and you don't do the racial undertones? Right. Yeah, we did. We did Confucius with Helen Hong. It was oh, interesting. Oh, I that one. Yeah, we did the racial undertones. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, you should do me with Helen Hong. She'll be my philosopher on this. Yeah. Come on, we'll do a different philosopher. There's more than one Chinese philosopher, Jimmy. Yeah, but Confucius is like, he's the Michael Jordan of fucking philosophy. Right, yeah. Jimmy? I, yes. How Jimmy do you feel can about be paired with the Larry Bird. Of philosophy if you really want to. <laughs> it's more interesting how it Helen way. said he kind of ruined her childhood because of his, his writings about women and this. Parenting, and strict obedience yeah, to the strict father. strict obedience was interesting. Yeah, because in China, there's not like a national religion. Um, it's just you, you, you based a lot of your upbringing, your culture on Confucius and all yeah. this old teaching. It's just a lot of it is very outdated. You know, it's very patriarchal. It's like also about... Um, you know, you grow up, the best, most honorable thing to do is to work in the courts, to work in the government. And that's very outdated. You know, like mm-hmm. anything businessman is kind of frowned upon. Being an artist, definitely frowned upon. That's still, you can still see that in, you know, uh, Chinese, Asian culture. Um, respect your elders, all that. I think it's all good. A lot of stuff is good. Respect your teachers and all that. But so many things are like so outdated. 
Yeah, it's, it's a great philosophy when things don't change much from generation to generation. But now that there's such mm -hmm. a rapid change, it's really kind of rough. Although I think yeah. that's when religion replaces philosophy. I think a lot of religions start that way. It's like someone has a philosophy that makes sense at that time. You know, like the, at the time they're like, hey, guys, don't do this. Do this. You know, don't. You know, don't have, you know, like, uh, don't have 20 wives, just been, have four. Like, in you know, a thousand like years, that. it's like an employee hand-washing thing becomes a religion. Yeah, yeah, but that's, <laughs> so, so I get, uh, I think a lot of things get, take, you know, they get, you know, overused or abused when they're like, oh, this is, a, like, a rigid thing. Right, which misses the entire point of the original philosopher who was, like, actively thinking about problems or and trying to. Some things become outdated, like, be kind, rewind. Right, right. Uh, like, yeah, that total gets, meaninglessness gets right dropped, now. and then they say, "You know, we used to believe be be kind, rewind." Right. Yeah, and you could see people but, literally doing some like something where they open up their uh, their disc man. Let's say yeah. those are still around, and they like turn their disc. And that's, yeah, and it's I like, mean, why do and we that's do when this? the elders have to step in and say, "You know, that we got together a council of us, and we decided that be kind, rewind." is no longer how we do things. Right. It's not mm -hmm. the divine way. It's crazy how long <laughs> it takes for shit to leave our vernacular. Mm -hmm. But but does it? I mean, aren't, millennials probably don't know what that means. Or do they? What? Is that like the, their bee's knees? No, there's like uh, moral compass. I mean, was the last time you used a compass? I mean, there's so many phrases that you're like, what? Well... To be fair, you've used a compass. I use a compass recently. all the time. Yeah, they're in iPhones. <laughs> yeah, I so. was kind of put on the spot with my statement. I'm sorry for I'm sorry. taking a chance. My right. bad for being more like Confucius. You're more like the guy that hides behind Confucius. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for having some fucking balls. You know, it was tough to sit back and witness that, Owen, but you got through it like a champ. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not riddled with fear like Kevin Peter Hickerson, who has to say his fucking middle name every 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do you stand on that, Kev? Like, I'm sticking with it. Uh, you know what? I have people literally, like, when I'm in a place, I've had people come up to me like strangers and go, Kevin, Peter Hickerson. And when I hear that, I'm like, I'm keeping that. Because Kevin Hickerson is a very bland name, and the fact that there's three... It just it captures my personality. What and about I'm stick with it? K P Hickerson, Kevin P Hickerson, K P Hickerson, K P H. I'm okay. K P H is yeah. good. How do you capture a personality? Is that is that one of would that support your statement? What do you mean? Capturing a a, a personality like yeah, that, that's like it's like it's shit. a yeah. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, that's pretty archaic. Let's get bro. that out of here. Come or on. hunting for food. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna think. Of some, well, well, you guys chat. I'm gonna think of some good examples. Well, do you get pissed if people just bring you up? Uh, the next comic coming up. Pissed. Kevin Where does that come Hickerson. from? It's funny if Back Owen is said... completely silent for the rest of this podcast till the last minute when he's like, "I got, got one." It. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Even oh, pissed though. That was actually. If you did that, we could get you on episodes when you're out of town because you just mail, you know, just email like a little clip of you saying one joke. And I've, then, I've already offered to do that. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. Well. And you kind of turned it down. There's a lot of hostility. <laughs> yeah, but hostility's fun. All right. I like letting right. it ride, too. Because yeah. <laughs> usually it's yeah, two on two. nice, chilled look. Like, I'm just going to watch and see where this goes. Favorite, one of my favorite family guy jokes was a cutaway about the sitcom that no one watched, where it's like, we're roommates, and we get along great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, zero conflict. Oh, that's great. Yeah, zero conflict entertainment is uh, horrible. Yeah, I was I was thinking about something similar to that just uh, yesterday and today, where I was kind of analyzing a lot of the stand up that I that I know, and a lot of it has to do with pretty much there's a problem with me, and I'm not going to fix it. I'm just going to 
have you laugh about it so that I could continue on with that problem. That's but true. What if every comic, what if every comic got up there and said, hey, you know, I'm a, I, I sleep till like four in the afternoon and everybody laughs and I go, well, I did, but now I fixed it. <laughs> you know, I'm good now. Yeah. Now that becomes an it AA just becomes meeting. motivational. Yeah. So if stand up comedy, a lot of stand up comedy is basically, hey everybody, there's something wrong with me, and rather than than fix it, I just say let's let's all have a laugh because there's probably some of, some of that that's wrong with you. Right. And everybody says, yeah, <laughs> you stay broken, and we'll laugh, and then we'll go to therapy. Perfect. And then, and then if, if everybody, the difference is if he just went up there and I said, hey, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty overweight, and everybody laughs. I go, but I was a lot heavier, and I'm really on my way down, and, you know, and, you know probably within a few months I'll be in great shape. I made a lot of Everybody would go, oh. Well, that's uh, fairly inspiring, I suppose. That's a buddy hour special, fairly inspiring. Right. Yeah. I love it, too, because it's not, like, really inspiring. It's just like, yeah, okay, good for him. Yeah, he's yeah. doing just fine. That was the joke. Right. <laughs> so scientists have this problem, too. So they totally do. Scientists have this problem. Like, in movies, they're always depicted as being, like, super incompetent. Like, those findings will change everything. Well, I mean, I'm not, this isn't about your sketch, but, I mean, it's just, True. Yeah. The scientists. The reason they do that is because it's real scientists getting together is actually super boring because like ninety percent of it is like, yeah, you're just repeating what we all know, and it's like we just repeat the same thing because it's very unusual to find new findings. It's not a thing that happens all the time. And from listening to this podcast, you might think it is because we always have the people doing it here. But um, but it's but it's you go to your average like uh, conference and it's just. People with a slide presentation where it's like, and here's all the equations that you guys have seen yeah. 20 times for the F last 10 years. is still M-A. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And the things that people want from science is the excitement. So it's always when there's a big change and a big... And that's part of why the stories end up not always being accurate. is because the slightest deviation gets exaggerated, whereas... You know, most people are like, eh, maybe yeah. that's right. Yeah, I can never get into science because of a few things. One, lack of intelligence. Uh, <laughs> the, the second one is that I just... But I'm smart I now. I feel like, you know... <laughs> yeah. I've done some reading, and it turns out I'm pretty nice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a little bit of hard work, and I stopped drinking as well. Right. Um, but the other thing is just, like, uh, I feel like, you know, you they everybody proves something, and then everybody... Like, okay, we got it. And then someone says, no, 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 look at this. And it's all different. And you go, oh, man, I just spent 20 years on that. Right. So I feel like I may as well sit back and let them work it all out. That's but, how I feel about sports. You know. I'm always like, it's going to be different next year anyway. Right. <laughs> I swear to God, everyone's like, do you see the game? I'm like, at a 20-year scale, it's all the same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They all end up the same place. Right, like, right. I'm, I'm liking this weird thing with sports where being like a nerdy guy, I don't like care at all but I also I'm not like a lot of like people are like a lot of intellectuals are like anti-sport like oh why how can you care about this when people are starving or whatever but I'm actually I, I think it's important so I go through a lot of effort to pretend like I care a lot well yeah because also I those people to... that are like how can you when people are starving my response is always like oh so you've given away your house <laughs> and they're like no well, why would I do that it's like oh then you're a fucking hypocrite right. <laughs> well but mine, mine goes even a little further it's like 
no, we're not having to worry about that because we played a sport together and we're not fighting over food. Exactly. It's a great way to exercise our war tendencies. Right. Like, sports are really good for the fabric of society. Yeah. Because we're still fucking monkeys. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you can be like, my tribe is New England and your tribe's the Bills, and you can hash it out, like, where you may get a concussion and Will Smith plays you or something... Versus, like, your village gets burned down. I'm going to go with the NFL on this yeah. one. You I know, think- it's interesting to me, you know, how people get so wrapped up into sports and teams and what's going on and their identity and their city's identity or their state's identity based on what's going on and how they feel and how they're doing in, the, in, in, the, in life. And me, I don't get into sports at all. I don't have any allegiances to any sports teams or, or anything. In fact, uh, one thing I've sort of de- started developing into a joke is that I have all these different sports team hats and I wear them and people randomly come up to me like, oh, great job. Or like, <laughs> or they go, oh, rough one last night. Huh? And I always, my first instinct is always that it's about the stand-up. You know, I'm like, oh, thanks, oh, two yeah, applause yeah. breaks or whatever. That's hilarious. They're like, yeah, you know, I could have done better. <laughs> like, I like to, to delude myself that everybody saw my set last night rather That's than, hilarious. oh, yeah, I, I forgot that I wear something that people <laughs> care about. Sometimes but, I wonder like, when a comic comes up and just does something, like, and they're, but they're on the road i wonder mm-hmm. do, do some people know just some people just know all that or do, is there like a, a kind of road skill where you go and look that shit up right before you, you go there you're like hey so you know like randy people did probably, great back probably the- people look it up i think or if they play the same city over and over again they build a little bit of you know, interest in that city or yeah, you always get a big laugh. Like, oh, but, Phil's barbecue today. Went over there and took yeah. a fat shit, and there's like, oh, Phil's yeah. barbecue. We know <laughs> that place. But I remember <laughs> one reference. They love it. Yeah, they go nuts. Like, oh, someone cares about us who isn't from us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. who isn't from here. <laughs> but but let me just backtrack for a second to the point that you mean these be kind and people rewind? are so yeah. Let me rewind. These people are so the sports are so ingrained in them. And their identity uh, is so tied to the sports team and and, and me, who, who I go through life completely oblivious to everything happening in every sport, I'm living in the same world, but a completely different world. This city has a whole different meaning to me. Like, if you go to a, a Pittsburgh and you're not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan... You're you're just a foreigner in that yeah, city. I'm just yeah. I'm just a for- all this stuff is going on all around me. It's like there's a war, like you you mentioned. There's like bullets flying around my head, and I'm completely oblivious mm-hmm. walking through them, not getting hit. Yeah. Just like, you a know. laker, like I live on a lake or something I, like that. It's I like being seen... a gay guy in the '70s. <laughs> Where you're like, wait a minute, so or straight in those guy in bushes, Weho. everyone's getting BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so you're telling me park bathrooms are where you guys take BJ pit stops? Well, that's how I feel like my whole life. I feel like there's a lot going on and I have no idea about it. I'm just For sort sure. of like walking around. Well, and I think you talk to this guy about that shit with like dark matter and all this neutrino shit. Which I got to bust out some stories about that because there's some really exciting news about that. So. Some changes? Almost some everything. Changes. Even in comedy, I have no idea what's going on all around me. You know, I... 
I think you're healthier for that. For people that's clinging on to a certain identity, like, uh, you from Missouri? Oh, I'm from St. Louis. Oh, no way. And then they become right. best buddies. Like, no, that guy's probably an asshole from St. Louis also. Yeah. Like, if I come to me, yeah. you from Hong Kong? <laughs> I'm from Hong Kong too. <laughs> okay. Like, what, are we fucking friends now? Like, what is that supposed to be? I don't, yeah. I don't get why. Yeah. There's like a desperate clinging on and like, you from this way? I'm from, let's be buddies. Like, is your life, yeah. is your yeah. life yeah. so yeah. void of other friends yes, that you it just is. need? Like, you know, like, Mine I don't get is. it. <laughs> Have you seen the T-shirt on the <laughs> Onion? The Onion like nailed this. They have this great T-shirt. It's just in sports letters. It just says, "The sports team from my area is superior to the sports team from your area." Yeah. Right. Is when they exactly say, what the weirdest is when they always say "we." Like last night, we pitched really well. I'm like, you right, didn't right, right, right. What do you mean we? Yeah, Kobe drove to the blast basket a lot last night, but we still lost. But that's that's like, it's like, no, you're not function. on the same team. What are you talking it's about? This whole in-group thing, that is its function. It's like the whole point is we you identify with that group. I'm going to start identifying with the sun. I'm going to be like, this morning we had some really good energy coming our way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I you know, gave life all day long. <laughs> I mean, I like watching sports too, but I've never, you know, it'll, it could be anything. I just like watching people do extraordinary sports right away. You don't put like your I'll, ego in it. I don't. I don't have. Well, it's. I'm well, disattached. I used to. I'm from upstate New York, man. The Buffalo Bills took all that out of me. <laughs> we, I, have, I have very little sense of patriotism. Uh, I, I don't have any sports alliances. I don't have any political alliances. Uh, for a very long time, I, I wasn't even connected religiously. I, I got reconnected as a Jew a few years ago, but for a long time, I didn't even connect to that. I, you know, I, I think I'm a disconnected what, what guy. What got you back into it? Well, my wife... Bagels? Yeah. <laughs> I miss the bagels! <laughs> my wife converted to Judaism, and I we wound up on this whole, like, spiritual journey and, and this whole identity journey for me about, you know... Just walked up reconnecting. That was... Yeah, just walked her. <laughs> Jimmy, you gonna, went you to a bagel shop. You're going to think of switching? It was a long, it's a long answer. Judaism? My mm-hmm. girlfriend's Jewish. You know, you I go. care about my yeah. career a lot, so... Nice. <laughs> so you got a Jewish it, girlfriend. Yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never been in with the right kind of Jews to help my career. You know, it's always, it's <laughs> always, funny. always. You're Jewish now, but the wrong kind of Jewish. I've always been like in the wrong <laughs> kind of Jews. White privilege. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, it's the same with like, someone could be like, oh, Jews run Hollywood. It's like, not all Jews run Hollywood. Right. No. It's yeah. like a couple people that are running Hollywood are Jewish. It's like, there's some white people that are billionaires. There's and also the, a ton that live in fucking trailer parks. Right. And does it work that way? You're like, oh, you know, it's Jews run Hollywood. So if you go, I'll be like, hey, I'm Jewish. You're Jewish. Yeah, you want to be in my next movie? No, it never works that it's way. It's nothing to do with that. someone being like, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. You're Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm yeah, glad yeah, you're good, good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, right, man, yeah. we did really good last <laughs> We yeah. dunked awesome. Well, I think there is some kind of click within every, you know, that, that within every group in Hollywood that help each other out. For you know? sure, but it crosses all boundaries. I mean, there isn't like a religion or a... Okay, but back to the the sports thing. I think what you're touching on, though, is there's certain people in society who are group thinkers. That's like just part of their personality. And I think those are people who get into sports a lot. And but they also like, get patriotic and they also get... But I feel right, like that's you know, because they don't have much going on in their own life. If you evolve enough, you have enough shit going on, you're more confident in your own stuff. You don't need that. Well, you ma- don't need to be invested in that. But maybe that's a spectrum a healthy society needs. There's some people who are the group that, you know... The group mentality people yeah, are the, the group feeble mentality. mentality. And where are these sociopathic fucking narcissists <laughs> right. that society yeah. also needs? Where <laughs> we're comfortable just being alone in our own thoughts. Right. So a lot of scientists are very much not group people 
uh, and that maybe that just goes together. And yeah. a lot of psychologists have looked at that. I don't know how. I mean, what do you I'm think just, it is? It, What's the factor? I, I think I don't know because you have to, your your job is to like so hey I'm gonna be alone by myself and study something right. to prove that all of your opinions are wrong. You know? <laughs> right, it is hard to work together. The whole monitors. Yeah, because like in group people, there's a lot of things. Like this was the hardest for me growing up. The thing that makes it so hard to get along with like sportsy types or jocks or whatever I'm sportsy, is though. a lot of I've times it's just my whole life. a lot of Look times. Me, I'm a goddamn specimen. I'm just talking about. The, I'm not talking about six sports. foot seven. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> fucking 10 8 minute miles right now you're we're so really good friends this, yeah a lot of this happens this is a thing so uh you know this this uh nine percent body fat <laughs> so uh <laughs> let me apologize uh a lot of a lot of in-group people it's very difficult to to get in an argument with in-group people you'd be like like you say hey man I, I don't think the earth goes around the sun and it's just sort of like shut up everybody knows it does you know, or doesn't or whatever and and i don't care either way like, just yeah, saying. That, yeah, there's a lot. I think it that's most people. Me, I'm fine. <laughs> I think that's most people. Most people in the middle don't give a shit one way or the other. But then you have some people are like, I have to prove you're all wrong because my whole ego depends on it. See, yeah. I'm such like, an idiot, dude. That if, who cares? If we you just, told me, just I'd agree be like, yeah, with what right. we're all saying. We all, yeah. we all master. The, you know, you I mean, new proof. I'd be like, okay. Part yeah. of your show, one of the things they depict so well is this happens in companies too, and it's so annoying. Yeah, Silicon Valley. That is so accurate, the way they depict that parts of the culture. There's some people are just like, hey, man, as a team, we, we're going to just do whatever the team decides. And then other people are like, no, we should do the thing that is not what the team are doing. And that's usually well, I know what you're also describing. Yeah. A sports team. <laughs> that's one, well, of, yeah, that's one of three shows, shows that I watch. Yeah, I'm saying. Silicon what are the nice. Bob's Burgers, I really like. It's a great show. I've never seen it. And uh, Broad City. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. I saw a couple episodes. My girlfriend forced me to. I mean, I would keep watching it if she keeps forcing. <laughs> I guess there's me. a force. Okay. Better Call Saul, but you know oh, that's, that's a great show. That's off the. I love the that. You don't watch Game of over. Thrones? Never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I, I watch very very little television, and I only watch Silicon Valley. Well, it's a great show, but because T.J. Miller's a, an old friend of mine, and so I feel like you know. It's a great S- supporting, show. and that's how I wound up watching it. But I would have yeah, never yeah. even started watching it otherwise. I don't get. Pulled into shows, I don't. You know. I do. I watch so many shows. Yeah. The the, the problem that that me and my wife have watching is just it's like hanging out with friends who start too real. For I mean, you yeah, guys. it's too real. It's with too Silicon real. Valley. Yeah, it's just like it's oh. a great it's, show. It's like a yeah. slightly funnier version. I mean, it's a funnier version than just having webcams with your friends hanging out. <laughs> I mean, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel when I watch The Flash. <laughs> it's just like many, too accurate. How many shows do you watch? Literally almost every show. Really? Not really comedies, but like any major drama. For fun or By for the research? Way, Mr. Robot is fucking awesome. I keep hearing that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta watch it. I don't even know what's going on. This is what I'm talking about. I don't even know what Mr. Robot is. I don't even know. Oh, that's, that's, that's what Mr. Robot wants People are all connected that is to my Game of Thrones. Getting... I don't know anything about that. I... I... That's my favorite thing about getting rid of TV and just doing online streaming is nobody's forcing any of these on me. So I only find out about it because somebody tells me. Well, I know how this hurts me, though, in the comedy world, is I used to play off of, like, uh, songs everyone knows. Doesn't exist anymore. I don't know if anyone realizes that. Mm. Yeah, we've had this conversation. Yeah, it's like it's too late to apologize. I used to do bits about that. There's so few songs now that everyone's like, oh, that song. What about work, 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 work? What is it? Work, 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 work. I've never heard it, and I'm searching for. You never songs. seen that piggy uh, remix? It's a little piggy. 
Twerking. It's a piggy twerking against a oh, table. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm referring to when I'm a grown man. So, no. No, I'm paying two mortgages with a baby, so I'm not watching a fucking pig dance around to a stupid song. I think you just got that second house so you could have that impressive line, I'm paying two mortgages right now. Bro, I just got a third. <laughs> But, but it's like income property. It's not like I have three options to go hang out at. No one's like, when's this white privilege thing going to get? Oh, I'm sorry. My parents' combined income was 20 grand fucking Cameroon. Owen's literally taking on more stuff now so he could yell at his baby about it when, when the kid's a little older. Do you know I'm paying off two mortgages right now? My sentence, my sentence structure is now, oh, I'm sorry, dot, 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 noun verb. <laughs> it's actually a good joke if you think about it. Because one of the best jokes I ever saw a politician do, I can't remember who made fun of him, but uh, who was the mayor of New York for 9 11? Giuliani. Someone for 9 11. Just for 9 11. For 9 11, we got a special right. mayor in. He's like yeah. an interim head coach. That's his credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's his Caesar. You remember yeah. them all from 9 11. Put your hands together. <laughs> Someone gave him shit. They go, uh, Giuliani's sentence structure is noun verb 9 11. I literally thought it was so good that I stole it. Because it's not even stealing, it's like one of those classic. Jokes where it's like that's just pulled out of the air. It's just like perfect. Like sentence structure, noun, verb. Like yours, your like Kevin. Sentence structure, noun, verb. I'm a PhD. So you can do it about anything. It's mm -hmm. great. Yep. You would, yeah, would you would laugh harder if it wasn't right on the nose. Yeah. It's it's like Silicon Valley. It's nine verb. Too call, yeah. Call me all three. Uh, Kevin, Peter, Egerson. Like I'm a fucking serial killer. So I I get accused of mansplaining a lot, but. Uh, <laughs> But what you guys know very well. You well mansplain explain to me. That's what I okay. So that's what I know, and it's I just explain that it's me talking. Asshole. Yeah, I'm a narcissistic, condescending yeah, asshole. So now what I decided is I'm just gonna be like, no, I'm I'm gonna intentionally mansplain to everybody. Like that's just how I talk now. I'm gonna mansplain. Man's What's the difference between man, mansplain and regular explain well, and woman Well, without pissing too many people off, absolutely I'll, nothing. I'll piss them off. But, uh, the men are right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm actually not kidding. No, I'm obviously right. kidding. Let, uh, we're going to do a Twitter poll about whether Owen's kidding or not on that one. Of course I'm kidding. You can't <laughs> say one gender's right. Whoever says shit like mansplaining is probably an idiot, but obviously women are right as much as men are. But like mansplaining, I get where it comes from. It's almost like there's a 20-year delay on all this shit. Because there did used to be that. I used to remember guys t talking to women like that. No, man, like, it, mansplaining is totally real. It's and a real I, thing. And I do do it, but it's more a reflection. What I find unfair about it, it's more a reflection of the way men talk, less than it 100 is of the way men talk to women. It's and how men talk to each other. Yeah, right, right. And exactly. they, they, they don't understand. It's like, no, when we're in a room, we literally act like assholes like that. Well, oh, and it's just how we do it. Dude, you know? feminism so, and equality is what created this. Because it's like, oh, you guys are equal? Well, we're fucking dickheads. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, now we're going to talk to you guys like we talk to each other. Yeah, you want to be treated equally. You got to, you know, deal with the bronus yeah, that we like, bring. Well, I think there's some, there's a lot of wiggle room in there. You can do both. I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect as people go together that they adjust the way they might act more, you know, so... Yeah, I'm not really. I don't. I'm, 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 I'm not, not kinda, bummed out about any of these issues. I just think that mansplaining sounds really dumb. Yeah, I don't. That's the one. And it's I, like, I've been to it recently. So it's okay. like, oh, Belichick, Belichick, stop coach splaining me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm a coach. Yeah. 
Everybody's taking offense on everything. Like, oh, oh you, you're hurting me. You, sh- you can't talk to me like that. Well, that's why I'm going to yeah, just well. own it. I'm just going to yeah, own just it. Do like, it yeah, that's, I'm it. a man, and when I talk, it's mansplaining. What does your wife think about that? Well, I told her. She's, she approves of that. I've been listening. She's, she's like, you because to- I told her that people are accusing me. She's like, well, because you totally fucking do it. But she's cool and, But then I was like, but you don't understand. I, that's how I talk to people. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's true. You're a dick yeah, to Yeah, if you people. make logical sense. You're a dick to men, too. And then yeah, like, your wife is oddly fine when someone makes a really good point and stays with it. Yeah. Like, she'll get pissed at me for stuff, and, like, you know, every now and then she'll look at me like I'm being a douche. And then, like, if if I, like, make a point and stay with it and it makes sense to her, then she likes me again. Hmm. She's like, oh, good point. That, yeah. that, that's the difference between that's wife good. material and non-wife material, oh, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you want somebody that can understand your point. And right. there's a ton of girls that don't, and you just don't marry them. That's, right. That's a good point. That's I'm right. not on a TV yeah. show, Jimmy. I don't meet that kind of girl like that. Yeah, Jimmy, you're in a category where chicks are like really excited you're going to marry them. Yeah. Like, I don't have three houses. I'm on a TV show. I still live in an apartment. Bro, they're basically stocks. Yeah. It's not like I have three houses. It's yeah. like owning stock in real estate. Oh, you really did take on a third mortgage? Yeah. Was, I thought you were just joking. That's <laughs> now we're really pissed. I sorry, I, I I was listening to the last part, but I, I got up to take a few pictures because I don't know your name, but Oh Ryan. Ryan, uh Producer Ryan, everybody. I, I always know like the camera over. guy and it's never in the pictures. That's sometimes how they want it though. I just thought it'd be nice to offer the option <laughs> Ryan to have Ryan is in a photo. Running from the law. <laughs> <laughs> it occurred to me that, you know, maybe Ryan wants to be in a picture. Ryan is like the mystery character. And then maybe I could be the guy who put Ryan in a picture. It's historic for the podcast. Yeah, and that's how they catch the legendary wiener flasher of Louisiana. I'm just kidding. I just tried to figure out why you're running from the law. Weenie Willie? (laughs) Guys, I I actually... I gotta go. I have to go. So um, I'm really sorry, but I have to go to a thing for my kid. I thought you got Um, news stories, Kevin. I know I didn't get to them, but I have to go. I'm sorry. Just blurt it out. I gotta go, too. Blurt it out. five? Can we just fucking run Just five. Five. Okay. Okay. okay, Newsflash. Let's go. Newsflashes. Okay. Newsflash. So uh, exciting thing that's kind of percolating up, but definitely not a scientific finding yet, but it's exciting, is that... um, because of the LIGO discovery that Crypt Thorne talked about, well, that particular event involved two black holes that are both around 30 masses. And some theorists started pointing out, like, hey, that's a kind of a heavy black hole. That actually is a pretty good candidate for something called a macho, which is like a, a massive halo object hmm. as an explanation for dark matter. Sounds pretty mansplainish to me. Yeah, it, it definitely is. So uh, that got a lot of people freaked out because they're like, wait, didn't we already like rule those out a long time ago? Well, it turns out, actually, they didn't really rule them out for that massive. It's just that nobody thought that those were going to be a probable thing. So then that's kind of nice, but like only saw one event, so it's not How really... How big does a macho have to be? Uh, well, they, people are looking for machos that were like one or two solar masses. Is this so, what Stephen, Professor Stephen Hawkins was talking about in the news this week? That he had, uh, he had talks to about everything t- in the news. Take back every the theory day. that he had about black holes because of No, he does that evidence. like every month. He always takes back everything. Like, that's like, why I don't like to, you know, you get so invested in I'm these the theories. Way. You're like, I finally get it. And then they're like, I was totally off. It's like sports trades. Yeah. That's why I don't follow sports. So what's the point? Kevin, so yeah. what's the takeaway on so this? So then the next exciting thing is there's something called the cosmic infrared background, and that oh. also points to this gap that there might be 30 solar mass black holes in the universe. And these would be a special kind of black hole called a primordial black hole, which means they didn't form the normal way. 
like star stars collapsing and dust and stuff being sucked together, they form in a totally different way from the Big Bang itself. And we don't really have any good model. Well, I, I don't know about any good models for that to happen. So I anyway, know one, keep a lookout. That might actually available. solve the black hole problem. Thank uh, God. Which would be so weird. I mean, and, and yeah, how then could that Kip Thorne would have to win like eight more Nobel Prizes wow. or something. How could that form from the black hole, though? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I know it's going to have to, though. So. Do you right. think we're all an algorithm from a greater like thought? No, like Elon Musk? Hell no. But I like that you shout out to the algorithms on that podcast. By the way, so that's yeah. that's what brought me to that point earlier. That I saw an article from some big scientist that he said he might have been able to prove that God exists because of science. And I clicked on it, and there was a video. And uh, I watched the video, and my wife's like, well, what did he prove? I go, I have no idea. I don't know anything he just said. I just yeah. watched a guy just say a bunch of things that I don't understand any of them. Yeah, like science is guilty of quickbait as well. Yeah. Like, it'll be like, this science just proves your dick's a black hole. And then it's like, but they didn't really. <laughs> yeah, my dick still works. It's fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. Are we allowed to call attention to the fact that he that he left? Yeah, because I got to go, too. Yeah, so I think... Well, let's just wrap it up. Quietly, one of you we just got... keeps getting... <laughs> yeah, and, and just you talk it for the And then Ryan steps in and becomes the best <laughs> podcaster of all time. Yeah. Super science But well, we got him in a photo now, so well, it's, right, guys, it's uh, fair let's, game. Let's plug shit. Yeah, let's plug shit, Owen. Why, why don't you... Uh... Hugepianist.com. Is that actu actually? Yeah. Okay. Well, pianist. Oh, pianist. Oh, nice. Not I like penis. Well, mine's actually celebdicksize.com. Right, but if I was hugepenis.com, I'd be a fucking asshole. Because uh -huh. I, I do have a huge dick. So it's like really in your face No, about but it. it will make people feel like <laughs> you kidding. don't have a large dick. I'm yeah, it's I, like that's you, a good point. That's a good curveball. But know? then, you know, the front bump don't lie. <laughs> no, huge pianist. Uh -huh. uh, Hollywood Improv 618, Gotham 624 to 26. Oh, nice. Good times. Yeah, fucking get tickets. Subscribe to this podcast. Kevin never plugs that enough. It's important for the algorithm overlords. And if you're listening to this, you probably understand how all that works. So comment and rate it and all that shit. Jimmy, what about you? Uh, obviously, funny at funny Asian dude and uh, celebdicksize.com. <laughs> I don't know when this episode's uh, coming out. I'm going to Kansas this weekend, and then I got some dates in uh, San Francisco. Uh, Texas. The season finale and, um, of uh, something, something. Silicon? When's that? So we just aired episode seven this past oh, Sunday. So, so there's like three more weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So yeah, keep watching. That's every Sunday on HBO. Um, depends which time zone you're in. It's right after Game of Thrones. Danny? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a podcast called Modern Day Philosophers. I've done it. It's a blast. About. And awesome. uh, yeah, please check that out. Very uh, good episodes coming out. Bobcat Goldthwait's on uh, coming up, and oh, he's great. And uh, Tom Rhodes I and Pat Cooper, guys. all of nice. them coming up. And uh, I have another podcast called The Mostly Bull Market, which is uh, Owen's also been on that. We did a live show, big fan, and it's uh, we discuss companies. And lastly, I I do a show, a monthly show, which you've also been on, Owen, and the, at the Improv. It's the first Tuesday of the month. It's My bad. I'm, I'm friends with Danny, and I work hard. I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm honored to have had you on all of it. I'm not knocking it, but but uh, I don't, I hope it didn't come off in a negative way. I'm happy. No, not at all. It. I'm just playing out my absurd hostility all podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Someone's like, "Hi, Owen." I'm like, "Why?" Because I'm tall. <laughs> Well, that's it. That's all I've got. Well, this has been uh, Surely You're Joking. This is uh, Dr. Whoa, Kevin whoa, Peter Nicholson. Wait, 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 uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what happened? I also on Twitter. Go oh, on. Oh, Sorry. What's your, what's your handle on Twitter? Oh. 
Like anybody's. That's hilarious. No, people tweet us. People tweet. Okay, at Danny LaBelle on Twitter. I just thought it'd be funny if I made it like an urgent thing that I yeah, also mentioned. Also on Twitter. Danny like, like people wouldn't wouldn't know that. On I'm, Twitter. And my uh, other podcast is Why Didn't They Laugh, where I analyze why jokes work or do not work. Have why you figured it out yet? Uh, yeah. If you're white, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I laugh with uh, Owen Benjamin? Uh, you can follow me at KP Hickerson. I, I, this I is, would uh, love to find out that on that podcast at the end of every episode, you just turn to the guest and go, because it's not funny. Because it's not funny. Because it's not funny. <laughs> I always do it to my own joke, so I'm not like a judgy dick. <laughs> or else I'd be like, this didn't work because you, I was. I avoid that at all costs. Everybody just leaves deflated from your podcast. Right. Like, I just break it. I'm like, uh, remember uh, Captain Hindsight on South yes. Park? Amazing. Like that, I would be Captain Hindsight if I was doing it to other people. I'd be like, well, you should have known that. <laughs> it's like, what? All right, third time's a charm. This is uh, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. You can follow me at Small Penis on Twitter. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> you guys, now that Kevin's out of the room, yeah. tweet Kevin uh, like really crazy shit. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, him. yeah. Just keep, keep telling him he's mansplaining you. Yeah, just just keep writing to Kevin and be like, we don't appreciate how you talk to us. You're, a, you're an asshole. Yeah, exactly. We don't appreciate the tone of your podcast voice. Yeah, it wasn't nice. Once again, this is uh, Dr. Kevin Peter Hank. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What the hell? Come on. I'm, I'm trying to leave. He's I'm not even so mansplaining. Well, I know what he is. He's God-splaining. That's uh, how narcissistic that fucker is. Yeah. And I want everyone to know that now that he's out of the room and I am a coward. Kevin Peter Hank is a show. Uh, you should uh, uh, Bye. Bye. Uh, Bye. Uh, uh, I didn't get to. Uh, can I just. I'm also on Instagram. <laughs> I'm also on Instagram. I just want to make sure people know. I'm on Google if anyone wants to find me.